This is the DL Power Couple Podcast. I'm Dominique. And I'm Miss Latrice. Coming at you. Today's topic is about the controlled amphetamine usually prescribed for ADD and ADHD known as Adderall and the way my life intersects with it. We were originally going to talk about ADHD and what it's like being in a relationship with someone who has ADHD, but we decided instead to focus on Adderall because Dominique felt more comfortable discussing Adderall. Yes, they say if you want to become an expert at something, do it for 10,000 hours, and I definitely spent way over a combined 10,000 hours on Adderall. All right, let's do it. When did you first start taking Adderall? Um, I first started taking Adderall in the sixth grade. Mm. Now, I'm not good with ages and stuff like that, so I don't know how old I was, but I was in sixth grade. And do you remember what the dosage was? Maybe like 20 milligrams. I don't know if I started at 20, Mm -hmm. but I know the highest I took was 40. Okay. And how long did the Adderall normally last, the effects of it? From my understanding, it's a 12-hour medicine or drug or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But just based on your experience with it, how long would you say it lasted for you as far as getting you focused? As long as it needed to. The school day. Okay. So eight hours at the least. Eight hours is always all I needed. Okay. And do you think it changed how you behaved? Yes, it did. Um, It kind of calmed me down and then allowed me to focus in on things that I maybe didn't want to focus on, but the things I needed to focus on at the time to get me through classes and stuff like that. Do you have like a specific example where you knew for sure the Adderall was keeping you focused in class? Uh, my examples would be the times I forgot to take it and then came to school and I was just kind of sitting around looking at the instructor talk, mm-hmm. missing whole chunks of the lesson and then coming back to and just realizing that, okay, this is not going to be my most productive day. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be drawing all over my notebooks. So like, it would be notes. Like I-, I could tell if I looked at my notebook, I could show you the days where I had forgot to take my Adderall because it'll be notes, 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 and then a page full of like two lines of notes and then a bunch of drawings and then you know on the days where I took the Adderall's notes again I just want y'all to know I can attest to this I have seen this um from when he was in college so that did not change um okay but going back to when you were in sixth grade or middle school in general what did your friends say about you once they knew you were on Adderall or once they saw the effects of you being on Adderall well I mean one of the opinions was that I had got boring Mm -hmm. um and that's what made me start realizing that the Adderall had taken that effect mm-hmm. of calming me down. But I didn't really think much of it at the time because I was taking it so that I could do my work. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, the work was boring. <laughs> All right. So then let's start with the pros. How did taking Adderall help you? Um, it allowed me to get through school. Mm-hmm. That's a pro. It would... Stop me from bouncing off the walls in situations where I needed to be a little more relaxed and focused. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like one of the side effects of it is since since it, it's an amphetamine, it'll kind of get you up. So it gives you that like that coffee effect, like mm-hmm. you're up. You don't feel tired no more. You like if you wake up and you take it first thing in the morning, now you're ready. Mm-hmm. So when do you recall having like your first dosage? change i have no idea 
at all. I forgot. Okay. Well, when do you call, recall a dosage change where there was lowering or hiring? Well, I don't know when it was put up to 40. 40 milligrams was the highest. I know I took 40 milligrams through high school. Mm-hmm. I forgot if that's what I was taking in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I went from 30 to 40. Mm-hmm. And then I took 30 through college. Yeah, I remember that. And I had said, I had told my doctor that I wanted to start lowering the dosage, start weaning myself off of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Why was it? Because in my mind, I'm like, you know, it seems like it's a crutch now. Mm -hmm. And by this point, I might have been like eight years in to Mm -hmm. taking Adderall. So I felt like it was this crutch. And I'm like, I'll start kind of getting off of it slowly. Of course, not realizing that this is what was allowing me to do all this in the first place. All my, school, my school achievements were Adderall-based achievements. I'm not a school guy, naturally. Mm-hmm. So once I started doing that, um, it's not that things started falling apart, but I started seeing the effects. Right. Like, you know, if I'm going to be in school, I'm also going to be on Adderall is what I started to realize. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go for the higher dosage because I knew that I didn't want to take Adderall for the rest of my life. And... That's where I would have been heading had I kept taking Adderall and kept putting school above all. Right. So then would you say that one of the cons of taking Adderall is that to you in your mind it was a crutch? No. Um, Comparatively, that's not a con. Mm -hmm. That's just that's one of those social norm society type things where people will say I'm taking it as a crutch. But Mm -hmm. that's from the outside. As far as the cons, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of them. And they they go a lot deeper than what people say. Are you sure? Yeah, I want the people to know some cons. There are people who know nothing about Adderall. First, let's just talk about how Adderall is not what it's perceived to be sometimes. So it's a controlled amphetamine. So like I said, it'll get you up. But if you're hyperactive, it'll also calm you down. So it's doing different things. And you got to be ready for those effects. And it might just be like, oh, that sounds like a nice roller coaster ride, but it's not. It's pretty complicated. Um, yeah, it's pretty complicated. I mean, I, especially if you're a person who's used to taking naps, which I, I was never that person, but I had realized that I, have, I hadn't really took naps on a regular basis for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might have took like, I could probably count them on my on my hands how many naps I took in 10 years in the middle of the day. It's not something I did because I couldn't. You can't, on Adderall, I mean, my mind be racing. The, I think it changes, I mean, this amphetamine is probably changing the way the, the blood pumps through your body and everything. Like, you can't just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'll get into more cons later. Okay. All right, so then when did you first stop taking Adderall. Like, when did you stop taking it completely? After college. And what made you decide to do that? I didn't want to keep taking it for the rest of my life. I feel you on that. What do you think was your biggest challenge you faced once you actually stopped taking it? My personal development. So, on Adderall, if you spend more time on it, then off of it, well, you spend about the same time on it as you do off of it, but the time that you spend off of it, you're also asleep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, when you're out and about, if you take it, you're usually going to be on it. So then that's the person that you're developing. You're developing the person who's on Adderall. So anything that you gain socially, 
all the, the skills that you learn and the work that you learn how to do and all that, that's what the Adderall version of you gains. But once you're off of it, you start to realize that the, the part of you that was never on Adderall, that person is not behind mm-hmm. and hasn't got the, the same, uh, what do you call it, development. Hasn't received the same development that the uh, person on Adderall has had. So as far as like my manners, my patience... And just my ability to to complete tasks, Mm -hmm. it was very different. And some of the stuff, yeah, it was just different. Yeah, so how do you think you've been able to overcome it since? Because it's been, what, one full year? I do what I want. So if if there's something I don't want to do and I try to do it, and, you know, without being on Adderall or nothing or without anything helping me, I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) <laughs> like that's because there were even some times in school, even when I was on Adderall, like I just have a strong personality. If there's certain things I don't want to do, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I struggle with tedious tasks as somebody who has ADHD anyway. So if I don't want to do something, it's not getting done. Right. Now I can edit a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, clip silent parts out and stuff like that because I like it and I can hear my voice and Miss Latrice's voice. But there's certain things where. I just don't want to do it. Okay. And then, so since you have been off of it, what alternatives are you trying or have you tried since going away from Adderall? Uh, alarms to keep me on track, uh, daily schedules, um, watching videos that have to do with controlling your mind. Um, I got a book that had to do with controlling your mind and everything. And then also, um, and Miss Latrice is really glad about this one, I had tried CBD oil, which is good for what it's good for. Full-spectrum CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Now, isolate may work for some people, but if you're used to Adderall, being used to Adderall is just like being used to anything. Once you feel the full effects of something, you, you can't replace it with something else. Mm-hmm. So you just have to understand that it's going to be different. You can't expect the same thing from something that's different. Mm-hmm. So is CBD going to get all up in the frontal lobe of my brain and start messing with my decision-making and all this and that? No, but it will relax me just enough to where I have time to think and think about what I'm doing. What does what I'm doing look like? How productive is it? Yeah, I think um, one of my biggest improvements is that I spend less time doing my, uh, it's not time wasters, but like, like let's say so one of my things is I'd be looking at a bunch of YouTube videos and I do it for like I used to I think I used to do it for hours, but now I'll do it for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not even that. Sometimes I catch myself at like ten minutes. It's like five videos. So uh that's a lot better than what it used to be. Yes. And that's just me understanding that okay, I got a schedule. Let me look at the schedule. Let me look at what I'm actually supposed to be doing. These are things that I wouldn't care about. And that just comes with age too. Mm-hmm. Age can also help, but it's not something that you can expect people to just grow out of. It's actually not something that you can place expectations on. No. And with that I'm talking about the ADHD, not the Adderall specifically. Mm-hmm. Um that's a different topic. Yeah. But overall, would you say going back to Adderall? Did it help you, hurt you, whatever? What do you think it did for you overall? It helped me. It helped me get through school. So my mom, she was talking to my pediatrician mm-hmm. before I was ever on Adderall, and she was saying, okay, he can do the work. He's smart enough, but he's messing around. He's under the desk. He's, or, yeah, wait, no, that was when I was in 
that's when I was younger. So by the time I'm in middle school, I'm just kind of not doing things. I'm not doing the work. Maybe I was behind or maybe I just didn't really care about it too much. Mm -hmm. So uh, she was asking what I can take or what I can do or whatever. My pediatrician was telling her about Adderall and she had asked him, okay, is this something you would give to your kids? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah. For me, it worked out fine. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about Adderall? Don't misuse Adderall. Oh, that's actually what I wanted to talk about when it came to Adderall. So there are a lot of people who are in college, um, and there's people before college, but definitely in college who abuse or use it to stay up all night doing Lord knows what. What would you say to, you know, people who are misusing it besides don't misuse it? So Adderall, there's this thing where if you are taking it and then all of a sudden you're not taking it, you got to go through that little change. Mm-hmm. Was that detox? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You go through you go through a little change, and then if if you're not taking it, and then you go back to taking it, you go through a little change. So if you're doing these one off things with something like Adderall, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it has its physical effects. But let's just talk about the expertise part of it. Mm-hmm. So me, I've been wearing contacts for years. So if I were to put in some contacts right now, I put them in in a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. For somebody who just learned about contacts and they try to put them in it's going to take them uh, quite a while and they're going to be I don't want to touch my eye and all this stuff that's pretty much how it is with Adderall you shouldn't be one off in something like that and what I mean is you you shouldn't just be taking Adderall just every once in a while just when you think you need to Mm -hmm. because what that also entails is that you're doing it based on what your own opinion of how you should take it Mm -hmm. it's not like you have a, a, a doctor telling you what to do I mean and even if the doctor's not always right They'll have you on a regiment. Yeah. I knew exactly when to take the Adderall. If it was too late in the day, I wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. So if it's like 6, if I forget to take it and it's like 4 p.m., I'm not taking it. Right. It's too late. Because I might have trouble getting to sleep now mm-hmm. at night. Other people don't know that. Right. Because they, because they haven't been on it long enough to know that it has those effects and that it'll stop you from sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's not just about focusing. I mean, it, it starts controlling your diets where you don't eat as much mm-hmm. and all these different things. And it's, it's also misused for that. So it's not something that should be misused at all. There's people who will take it at night. Mm-hmm. Then it'll stop you from sleeping. And they'll be like, wow, I, I was just so focused and this and that. It's just, it, it's, it's not what it seems. Right. All right, so transitioning to more so the side of being in a relationship with someone who either a has been or is on Adderall. And this is more so on the effects of having ADHD because that's what Dominique has. Um, What was it like letting me know that you had to take Adderall, that you had ADHD and that you had to take Adderall? Because I didn't know when we first got together. When I was in middle school, um, the girl I was going out with at that time and I had told her, She's like, oh, you take pills? I'm scared of you now, and this and that. And, like, although although it was like, I mean, she was just talking. But I started realizing, man, you know, people don't really know what this stuff is. And they don't, they don't know what all this means. And for me telling you, really, that part wasn't the big deal. Telling you was not the big deal because it was what you were going to see because of that. That was going to be the big deal. Um... So let's so let's go for the roller coaster ride. Let's go for it. When you take Adderall, you're two different people, like I had said. So, of course, yeah, one's giving one thing, one's getting the other. But also, one part of you is accomplishing things, and the other one is sleeping. So then, when you're not on Adderall, 
or even when you are, you start to think, what can I do without it? Mm -hmm. What can I achieve without it? Can I be a businessman without it? Can I complete an assignment without it? Can I live without it? Right. Will I be able to find, you know, the partner I want to spend the rest of my life with without it? Mm -hmm. Will that person accept me without it? You start not knowing these things. Right. So the self-doubt that Adderall creates is the reason why it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. You have to be extremely mentally strong and and have a very level head before you take this. But just like anything else, I mean, even with... I mean, they should be doing mental health checks before they give people driver's license, but they don't. So, you know, so it's not like they're going to give you a mental health check before they give you Adderall. So you really have to uh, call it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, if you ask me, you know, I could talk to you for a couple minutes, uh, you know, prod around on your personality and tell you if you should take it or not. Right. But I mean, like I said, I was on it for more than 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So for me, speaking from the person who wasn't on the Adderall, but was with someone who was on Adderall, what Dominique is saying is like, it's very true. He was like two different people. I remembered um, before we even got together, there was like this one time where he was just super impatient with me and I would describe it as just, he was so mean. And I was like, who is this guy? Like, why is he so mean to me? I didn't even do anything. And then there were other times, and now I know, of course, looking back on it, that these were the times that he was on Adderall versus the times he was not on Adderall. He was so sweet. He was so calm. He was so patient. And um, and trust me, I like both the not-so-patient Dominique and the patient Dominique. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been with him. But I remember the day he told me that he had ADHD and he had to take Adderall. And I was super relieved because I was like, there's something wrong with this guy. I think this love story is too perfect, essentially. And I know I'm terrible for thinking that, but I was like... Something has to be wrong with him. Like, everything is just too good to be true, basically. And I, was, I even told him, like, I'm going to push you away and blah, 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 blah. So then when he told me that he had ADD, ADHD, not ADD, but ADHD, and he was taking Adderall, I was like, oh, okay, whew, yeah, so you're not perfect. You're, you, you know, you have this and blah, 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 and it just made more sense. But, of course, before he had told me that, I hadn't really learned much about ADHD or Adderall. So there'd be these times where I'd really want Dominique to do something and he just wouldn't do it. And this is, of course, when he was not taking the Adderall, especially like on the weekend when we were, I don't know, maybe needed to do homework or go somewhere and be on time. He was not on time. He was not patient at all. And I didn't understand. I was like, why can't he just do this? You know, blah, blah, blah. And really, it wasn't until I got my concussion that I actually had a deep understanding of what it was kind of like because of course I don't have ADHD so I can never fully know what it's like but I had just a glimpse of what his world was like because my attention span was not there I did not have a motivation to do anything I was very irritable I was not patient and I remember Dominique loved it because I didn't have a filter so whatever came to my head first was what he heard and Sometimes it was not nice. And I just remember Dominique saying that. I think we were at a restaurant with like Sabon and Jayette or somebody. And I said something just like straight off the cusp. And Dominique was like, oh, I love it. This is great. I get to see the, you know, unfiltered Miss Latrice. Um, But I say all that to say, if you don't know anything about ADHD or Adderall, definitely do your research, read up on it, ask your partner about it. Me and Dominique, we've had lots and lots and lots of conversations about it. Um, And again, it's one of those things you really won't be able to fully understand it unless you're going through it. And until I got that concussion and sitting in class trying to do my work, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what Dominique has been going through, you know, for years. 
and here I am just now new to this, thinking it was going to be temporary, still going on. And I'm like, wow, how could I have expected, you know, him to be doing any of this this work, you know, by himself. But the biggest thing that I noticed post-Adderall, reminders. Like Dominique said, he had to put alarms and do different things like that. I have to give him little nudges a lot of the times. Um, and it was rough. That first, well, these I'll say the first like three months of you being off the Adderall, it was a big adjustment for both of us. Because we had our days where you weren't on it, which, you know, weren't terrible. But also, the reason why I got even more rough is because right out of college, I went to Germany. And in Germany, everything's everything's kind of like just straightforward, this, that, whatever. People get really impatient in Germany, too. So and then it's like, I just fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I wasn't softening my speech. I wasn't all these skills that I would practice and that would bring me back to the middle while I'm off the Adderall. I didn't have to do that while I was in Germany. Mm-hmm. So then I come back. And I have to readjust. And, like, it was one of those rare cultural shocks. Like, yeah, it was just a cultural shock. I hadn't had a cultural shock like that in a long while. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last time I had cultural shocks like that is probably when I had, maybe when I went to Purdue. Yeah. But, yeah, so then I, I it's not that I had to start from square one, but then I had to pull myself out of that mm-hmm. because that's not how people in America operate. Right. Or just in general in the world. Because there, when you're a tourist, or as they perceive you, a tourist, somebody who's visiting, not going to live there, you could essentially do almost anything because they know, oh, you're not from here, okay. They'll give you the the nice little reprieve. But also where he was in Germany was he wasn't during the touristy things. He was with the people, um, and he wasn't in the nicest part. So he could be the person doing this and that and just unfiltered and as raw as he wanted to be, and no one was going to be offended by it. And even if they were... He wouldn't have to see him after a month. Not that that was what Dominique was thinking, but at the end of the day, he wouldn't have to see these people after a month if he didn't want to. So, yeah, so him coming back, that was probably, like, our roughest or biggest challenge after him taking Adderall and then coming back from a place where he could just be wild and be 100% himself. Yeah, and one more thing I always like to say about Adderall is that it will bring you down as far as your mental state. So mm-hmm. if you're one of those people who's, you know, on a high, high on life, it's going to kind of bring you down to the middle. If you're one of those people that's in the middle, it's going to bring you low. And if you're low, it's going to bring you to depression. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you know where you are before you take it. Because the reason it brings you down is because of the self-doubt I talked about. Mm-hmm. And that self-doubt runs deep. It's not as simple as, oh, no, I'm good. Because how do you know? If you're on the Adderall and you're not you're not working on the person who's not on the Adderall, you don't know who you're going to be if you don't take it. Mm-hmm. There was a time during my, um, I had internships in college. So I, I interned with GE. I showed up to one of the days of work without my Adderall by accident. I hadn't took it in the morning. And I get there and I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at my desk. I'm looking around. And I'm like, I haven't taken my Adderall. I, I could just tell because I had like all the things I usually did, I didn't do. And I knew that none of it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could say, oh, the doubt is what stopped me. No, physically, I wasn't about to touch <laughs> none of this computer stuff. None of the stuff even mattered. I'm like, what the heck? why would I do any of this? Mm-hmm. You know, things just got really real. So I drove 30 minutes back, took the Adderall and came 30 minutes back to work. Because that's what I needed in order to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about when I said I didn't want to have to take it for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Even the tree, she started looking up 
articles and stuff and then she was telling me what jobs or what or if I wanted to get a traditional job like what mm-hmm. what type of jobs I should get or what what just what I should do in my life even if I take my entrepreneurial route which I will be taking and you know how to navigate through that so it's one of those things where you got to cater to yourself cater to yeah. yourself in the sense of you know see if you should take it or not cater to just cater to yourself as far as knowing uh, where your limitations are what mm-hmm. you can do what you're not going to be able to do and cater to yourself as far as, you know, what do you, what do you want to do in the long term? Right. And I remember I, I would try to convince Dominique that him taking the Adderall pills was not a bad thing. Um, it was, what, like he said, what was getting him through this specific journey. And if you don't want to continue that specific type of journey, like the corporate world, then, yeah, there will be a time where you won't have to take this. But no, they, there will be challenges and it will be hard and difficult. But this is what is aiding you and is helping you. And the biggest thing that I want to say is to anyone who is a partner of somebody who is on Adderall or just has ADHD in general is to just practice patience. It's going to be super hard because, like I said, unless you're going through it, you won't understand it. Not 100%. Um, So the biggest thing that you can do is do your own research. Also, some of the people who have ADHD and are taking Adderall, they haven't done any of the research. So me presenting some of this stuff to Dominique, a lot of it was kind of new to him, like which jobs do work with these types of minds and brains and things like that. And it's not a bad thing because to me, the people with ADHD are pretty darn smart when it comes to finishing projects and tasks. I don't know about that, but as far as innovation goes, yes, that's the type of fields they should be in. And I learned about Adderall organically. This was something where I was I was prescribed it before I knew what it was. So it mm-hmm. wasn't like I looked around in pop culture and saw the people with popping pills and right. taking it while they took other drugs and was selling it. I didn't know anything like that. Mm-hmm. So there were times when my friends would start asking me for some, and I'd say no. And I'd be like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to sell you nothing like that. I got to keep my hands clean. Mm-hmm. Like young Jock said, he keeps his hands clean because he never touches dope, mm-hmm. right? So I had to keep my hands clean. Plus, I have a reputation I post. So then they'd be like, oh, well, just give it to me. Then, no, no, no. I never gave in to stuff like that. One, that's just not who I am. But that, that'll happen. For anybody who's out there on something like that, as soon as your friends figure it out, which is why I kept it to myself mostly, as soon as your friends figure out you're on something like that, they're going to ask for it. Mm-hmm. That could be Adderall. I mean, I know people who would be on like Xanax for their anxiety and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Just don't give in to that because that can get real bad. Yeah. To end on a positive note, Adderall got me through school. It got me through the nitty gritty. And now I don't need it. Goodbye.